Welcome back to another episode of Locked on Blue Jays. Today, we have tons to talk about. Somebody's calling the Jays fans out, and we are here to defend them. Also, it's Springer's third year anniversary with the Blue Jays, so we're going to talk a ton about him. And then we have another segment of our player profiles. This one, love him or hate him, we're going to talk about him. You are Locked on Blue Jays, your daily Toronto Blue Jays podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome back to Locked On Blue Jays. Thank you for making Locked On Blue Jays your first listen every day. We are free and available wherever you get your podcasts and on YouTube. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Today's episode is brought to you by FanDuel. Make every moment more. Right now, new customers get 150 in bonus bets guaranteed when you place a $5 bet. Visit FanDuel.com slash Locked On to get started. Well, Carter, somebody's coming after us. Yeah, didn't expect to uh, see this uh, circulating the internet. We're a little bit late on it. I think the interview's been out for a couple days now, but uh, we're still here to talk about it and uh, defend our Blue Jays fans. Yeah, I sort of, uh, like me personally, after I, I'm, I'll let you break down the interview, but just to sort of as a precursor, I'm going to say, when you call out Blue Jays fans, this is what I don't think people understand. When you call out Blue Jays fans, you're calling out an entire country right so <laughs> personally if, if i'm a media person the blue jays might be like one of the teams that i don't want to go anywhere near yeah it was, it's crazy especially a former player believe it or not is the guy calling out the blue jays and i believe it was foul territory with the podcast correct me if i'm wrong in the comments but eric kratz uh, a blue jay for about half a year in 2020 or 2014 sorry uh, had Davis Schneider on for an interview. And in this interview, he asked, decided to ask Davis Schneider, what is the, I have it in quotes, actually. It's exactly what he said. What's well, the most annoying question you kept getting? Like, were you on, you were an absolute sensation in Toronto. And I feel like some sensations in Toronto, because they don't necessarily know the game super well. What's the most annoying question that they will just keep asking? you? Well, apparently Toronto Blue Jays fans do not know the game of baseball very well. That's well, uh, news to me. Yeah, uh, that's not the first thing I would think of when I think Toronto Blue Jays fans. Don't get me wrong. I think we're very passionate fans, and I think that, you know, we get mad when the team's doing bad, and, and we're over the moon when the team's doing good. Um, but not knowing the game of baseball is definitely one that I haven't heard before. Maybe there's, yeah, it's a whole country, so you have to think. Maybe there's some people that aren't necessarily baseball fans, right? But, uh, but there's also, we probably have the biggest fan base in baseball, or close. Yeah, definitely up there in terms of uh, fans of the team. It's just a crazy statement, honestly. Just such a generalization and uninformed, boneheaded comment to make about an entire, yeah, like you said, entire country of fan bases. And there is, obviously, there's going to be different levels of fans. You're going to get your guys that are diehard watching every game, the like just talking with Blue Jays all the time like we are. Like two gonna, idiots sitting here the podcast. Yeah, exactly, yeah. yeah. And then you're going to get your guys, oh, they're just, Blue Jays games on, like nice to go once in a while, which is fine, obviously. This, you can digest sports wherever you want to do it. But... I, yeah, just a, a crazy statement from the guy. And especially from a guy that never really had success in the major leagues at all. Like, not a lot of credibility to this okay, guy. Okay, hold on. So, read me this guy's stats as a Blue Jay. You want the Blue Jay stats? Yeah, I want the Blue Jay stats. Okay, so, he only played 34 games in Toronto in 2014. He hit a whopping 198 in those games. And an OPS plus, which adds your slugging percentage and on-base percentage, and then just pretty much generalizes it. Your average is 100 in OPS plus, 
This guy had an OPS plus of 60. That is terrible. And this guy is making comments about Jays not knowing baseball. I think he should learn how to play baseball before he's going to start calling out the fans here in Toronto. Well, and the thing is, is like, we're not here. We're not trying to make enemies. Maybe it was, um, um, you know, maybe didn't mean what he said. But, I mean, if you're going to go on your podcast and you're going to say such a stupid statement, review it, edit it, and release it, you got to have a better head on your shoulders, right? He was fully ready to say this statement, too, because he said – he even acknowledged, he's like, oh, Blue Jays might not be happy when I say this. So he knew exactly what he was doing in the situation. And and like I said, back to my point of, you know, if, if you're doing really good, the fans are going to be fully in on you. Just like David Schneider, right? The fans love David Schneider because he's really good. He came out of nowhere. Good story, right? Great player. I love it. This guy was not good at baseball. So the fans aren't going to be happy with it. No, absolutely not. Especially when you weren't a Jay for a long time whatsoever and made probably hurt the team more than you helped it honestly uh yeah it's it's just a crazy statement from the guy god I mean, his career war is actually negative so he is <laughs> actually hurting his team like i said more than he is helping it yeah but i think that just this guy is just not giving any blue jays fans credit whatsoever no i i 100 agree i think that you know it's it's tough for an outsider i think to understand the passion that comes from this team and from these fans is because it's it's either you're it, it's almost like one of those things where you're fully in or you don't care at all, right? And I mean it, it's even being funny. It's even funny like when I when I talk to friends and stuff like that about baseball because some of them it's either like, yep, I watch I watch a hundred games a year, or I have no idea. I couldn't name you one player on the team. Yeah, right? it's like oh the Blue Jays are an MLB team sort of thing. Yeah, right? yeah. Like, no, so at the end of the day, I'm just I, I I'm almost appalled. Like I, I'm embarrassed actually is what it is i'm embarrassed that that this guy would come out here and say this without knowing like any repercussions of what was going to come like he had to know and maybe this is what i'm this is what i'm thinking it was i think it was 100 percent. he is david schneider on the podcast he knows it's going to get clips he knows it's going to get views so he's doing this to specifically off the podcast it doesn't matter like what do they say um pr stunt you're saying yeah and, yeah yeah uh what is it any media is good media or any attention is good at t- whatever it is yeah so it's just it's it's so frustrating right and and i mean me and you sit here we love the team we know you guys listening love this team and to, to for somebody to come out and sort of just like go after you it it, it it's sort of a slap in the face especially to the team, the only team in Canada, right? It's it's all it's not just a slap in the face to Canadian baseball fans, to baseball fans. It's a slap in the face to Canada, right? Of saying that maybe you guys shouldn't have a baseball team. That's what I get from it, right? Is you're not as good as us. We're Americans, and that's just like it's like come on here, right? Yeah, I mean, there's always been uh, the American Canada a little slack giving each other uh, some hard times here and there. But uh, I don't necessarily think that's what it is. I think that he's just making a crazy generalization and maybe he didn't have the greatest uh, time here in Toronto. Good. But like like you said, yeah, hopefully he had a horrible time, honestly. But like <laughs> you said, uh, pr- any press is good press for him. Maybe he isn't in it for the clicks. And one thing he was trying to argue on this podcast was he was saying, like, oh, like, is everyone, like, saying uh, you're related to John Schneider? It's the last name, blah, blah, blah. Oh, and, God. like, as for that, like, we made jokes about that. Like, yeah. oh, like, that must be, like, oh, yeah, son. Yeah, yeah, they're yeah, also yeah. from New Jersey. They're from the same uh, same state as well. Yeah. So, yeah, like, it's just, like, 
from us personally it, it wasn't serious and maybe that is a question that fans ask sure like, oh, wait, right? sure but what, again what's the like I had a teacher in school that was Miss Price. I didn't think she was yeah. related to Carrie Price. Yeah, yeah, we yeah, joked yeah. about it. That's right? right. Yeah, it was one of those things. I don't think that holds a lot of merit in this argument. Well, and, and even if even if that's a thing, and some people think that, like, what is yeah, this the end of the world? And then just generalize that to every fan about uh, Toronto Blue Jays baseball. Just a crazy boneheaded statement from the guy, and uh, I think a lot of Jays fans, maybe even baseball fans, have lost respect for the guy. Oh, for sure, I, I would think so, right? That's there's there's stuff that happens throughout um, media in general, sports media in general, right? Where you do something so stupid that, yeah, you might get the clicks right away, and probably what this guy was looking for, but then you get mountains of hate, mountains and mountains of hate, and I don't know. Maybe maybe he thought that this was going to go well in his favor to some of the teams maybe that aren't, you know, that don't like the Blue Jays. But come on. Well, I'm going to be honest. When this interview came out and I was starting to see this circulate the media, I actually had to ask myself, who is Eric Kratz? Like, no disrespect, obviously, as an MLB player, yeah. but who? Like, I didn't even know. He played on nine MLB teams, clearly didn't really fit in anywhere, wasn't making a difference anywhere, didn't affect the clubhouse, didn't have any guys advocating for him. So why should anyone have his back now when he made such an outlandish statement? And this is the thing, right? So there's a difference between guys that have podcasts that are actual fans of teams, fans of the league, love the game of baseball, right? Like, like me and you talk about it. Sometimes, sometimes it's just us talking on the couch. We just love baseball. This guy played in the league, obviously trying to make more money off of his name, sort of recognition, not so much. And I mean, I don't know, like for you to come at fans when maybe are you like, is this guy even a fan of baseball or does he just play baseball? Uh, I think, I think you're right. Honestly, I think he was just looking for clicks in this instance. And the thing is, David Schneider didn't really give him a lot back. Yeah. And I just, he, I think Davis responded very well to this. And all he said was, uh, yeah, I mean, I had obviously had a great historic start. And those reporters were asking me, like, hey, how did you feel after that? My obvious answer was good, right? So he didn't even comment on the fans. Because yeah. he knows, obviously, that Toronto fans, he's seen it. He knows how much they care. He knows how electric it is in the Rogers Center. Yeah. So it's just, uh, I, I can't believe that it just thought even just went through his head and he said it aloud. Yeah. You know what? Yeah. We, we do have to give Davis Schneider so much credit because, you know, he, he handled that like an absolute class act. and. I think as Jays fans, we know we're going to see more of them this year. I think he knows um, that as well. Yeah, exactly. Right. He wants to be, and no player wants to be disliked by their own fans. Right. So you see how Aaron Hicks was uh, in, in uh, Yankee territory. Yeah. A lot of trouble over there. Yankees fans. Yeah. Gotta, gotta figure that out. Yeah. But hopefully judge leaves eventually. Maybe <laughs> come to the Blue Jays. We're welcome here. But yeah. So at the end of the day, David Schneider, class act, um, we're we're fans of him. We've said that right from podcast one. I feel like it it seems like every podcast we've been talking about him, right? This guy is gonna be a big name here. And if he keeps up the pace he was on, if he gets consistent playing time, he's gonna be good. And uh I'm just you know what? Uh stuff like this makes me um can't wait for the season even more because I want the Blue Jays to prove these people wrong and 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 the fans to prove these people wrong. You know, when, when we're in the playoffs and the building's electric, let's prove these people wrong. So, uh, you know, go to games, make tweets, uh, s- send us what you guys think about this. Like we, I was over the moon when I saw this, uh, this clip, like I just couldn't believe it. I, I was, I, I was actually like, I was pissed off 
and I'm pissed off now. I don't know if you can tell, but um, yeah, let us know. You, you see our Twitters, Braden Five Wasco, uh, Carter First Two again because he couldn't get the one. Um, and leave comments on our on our YouTube if you want or Twitter, depending if you're listening on uh, any type of uh, platform other than YouTube. Um, yeah, leave us some comments. Tell us what you guys think or what you know when you first saw this video. What was your reaction to it? Because we can't be the only ones that are really upset about that. I feel like that as well. Yeah, look, Blue Jays fans definitely have something to say, and I think our Chase fans should show aircrafts that we do know a thing or two about baseball. So feel free to just uh, tag him in anything, reach out, tag yeah. him in our stuff. Everybody send him, uh, put his, go to like his next video and just put his major league stats in the comments. So yeah, put uh, career war negatives. That's yeah. all he needs to see. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Anyway, we're going to get into this uh, this spring anniversary, go over some, we're going to get back into some like good territory, you know, like get back to some positives here. Uh, so we'll do that right away. So again, with baseball season not underway yet, the NFL playoffs are in the heat of the moment. So there's still time to get in on the action with FanDuel, America's number one sports book. Right now, new customers get 150 in bonus bets guaranteed when you place a $5 bet. That's 150 bucks in bonus bets, win or lose. The app is so easy to use, and there are so many different ways to bet, like same game, live parlays. Uh, actually, I was watching the Winnipeg Jets game last night, and um, I, I actually went and I live game bet because uh, same game parlay live bet because I was late. I fell asleep on the couch and didn't oh. get the bet in. So um, hopefully that wasn't a Jets bet. Didn't it was a Jets well bet. I lost. Yeah. I lost. No, I know. Surprises here. Yep. Um, but there's there's so many bets. You can actually find bets in the new Explore tab, which makes it super easy to use. You can make a parlay in the Parlay Hub. Uh, I made one for the Canucks last night. If Connor Garland would have been able to secure me a point, that would have been a big win. Yeah, that's a Canucks win, though. That's so right. I'm, we, I'm taking we it. We take it, yeah. It sucks your uh, account on uh, FanDuel, but, I mean, it is what it is. Yeah. Um, so visit FanDuel.com slash locked on and make your first bet a layup. FanDuel, official partner of the NFL. So we said we wanted to get into some happier topics. Let's talk about George Springer's third year anniversary. Officially today, when you guys are hearing this uh, tomorrow morning, it'll be the day after. But uh, we thought, you know what, let's go back and like, let's look at uh, the past three seasons and see how George Springer has compared. If, is, he, is he what we expected? Is he more than what we expected? What do we see in the next few years? Yes, yeah, technically exactly halfway through the deal. Eh? That's right. So I'm going to take you back to last year. Last season, he had 154 games played. 21 home runs, 72 RBIs. His batting average was a 258, and he struck out 125 times. Um, I'm going to go through all three years, and then you let me you let me know how you're feeling about it. 2022, 133 games played, 25 home runs, 76 RBI, 267 batting average, 100 strikeouts. 2021 didn't play a ton. 78 games, 22 home runs, 50 RBI, 264 batting average, and a set and only and 79 strikeouts. So. When I ask you that, what stands out? Do you see the ra- the, the the slow decrease in uh, production from him? Uh, the thing with George Springer, it's it's kind of weird. He's been different every year. His first year, he looked just electric out there. But the problem was, when was he out there? It seemed like yeah. he was never playing with his uh, 78 games only. Yeah. Then uh, 2022, so a little bit of a 
little bit of a disappointing year from him, I would say. Yeah. But I mean, uh, it's still good George Springer stats. Again, just maybe the name value is like you look at that and you're like, oh, like George Springer, you hope for maybe a little bit more from him from a former uh, MVP, World Series MVP. But uh, that's, I mean, I'm, I'm still okay with that production last year. You're getting a solid lead off guys. I mean, great pop, obviously. Um, pop. Was he top three in uh, leadoff home runs in the league, I believe? Yeah. Or actually, in M- sorry, MLB history is what I should be saying. Yeah. yeah. I just I yeah. underselling him a little bit there. And then last year, uh, finally, the Jays kind of forced to move him through the injuries to uh, right field, which, uh, I mean, not a problem at all. George Springer is a great fielder. Yeah. It's just you've got i think the jays finally realized hey we need this guy to play for him to be productive here obviously yeah. and, and, and and we got one of the best fielders in kevin kiermeyer so oh, and dalton varsho I and mean, that, that is a crowded outfield uh for defensive outfielders yeah so moving george Springer to right field is i think was the right move you get him to play a lot more you kind of open up that dh spot finally for uh jano kirk and hopefully another bat that we might have this offseason so if you can keep George Springer in that right field spot and probably keep him at the, that leadoff spot in the order, hopefully a little bit of a bounce back year coming up uh, for this 2024 season. Yeah. But I'm pretty, I'm excited about it. Another three years left on this deal. Yeah, I mean, you, you really can't argue the stats. I mean, the, the batting average, like through the first two years, 264, 267, pretty solid with especially the amount of home runs he was hitting in that first year. Uh, this year, it's, it was it was fine. It wasn't maybe exactly you know to the standard you want him to be at but it it wasn't bad and he has tons of pop you know he's gonna get back he hit we actually talked about this before just me and you chatting we said that um he he, his hard hit ball uh percentage was it was around 40 percent the entire like all three years so really really he does hit balls hard it's just that sometimes he hits them hard into the ground and right at somebody unfortunately yeah so, he, so I mean, some of that comes down to an uh, unlucky play, but uh, some of it's, you know, maybe something to look at, right? And I think we saw that a lot with this team last year was everybody seemed to be hitting the ball hard. It just was right at people, unlucky baseball. But you can't – my other thing is you can't boil it completely down to luck because obviously – you got to figure this out. Right? At some point in the season, you hope that the Jays would figure it out. And you saw that was kind of the storyline the entire year was this people like offensive stats. They look good from just like a statistical analytical standpoint. Uh, I think we we're top 10 in the majority of offensive categories, maybe even top five and a few. But the problem was the entire year runners with scoring position and George Springer was one of the people that really struggled with this. I think I can probably name five games at the top of my head. This guy had, Bases loaded and ground ball back to the pitcher. Easy double play. And the run that the Jays were hoping to have in that inning caps off. Like, it, I know there's a few times they had like three, four run innings up to that point, and Springer could have blew it completely open. Yeah. And that was a theme the entire year last year as well is that they have this big inning, but then nothing. And that's it. You think, oh, we can finally kill a team, second, third, fourth inning, and then just nothing from the bats. So I'm going to just go over the contract a little bit, and you tell me. I'm going to, I'm going to throw it to you and you tell me, do you think it was worth the contract? Okay. So he's got three years left right now. The original deal was six years, $150 million. Uh, I think especially the way the market is now, you're seeing players being paid 40, 45 million, and then 2 million in Shohei Otani's case. But I mean, uh, the Blue just could do a dream deal like that if they wanted to, but uh, we'll probably talk about that in later podcasts. No, I think the deal is very good for the Blue Jays. Yeah, I think you kind of got what you expected. Hope maybe a little bit more you were asked, hoping for with like the games played and such like that. When at the time it was a former MVP and a guy that wasn't his prime, 
But yeah, another three years left on his deal. If he can stay healthy and hopefully bump up uh, those offensive numbers a tad. But average, George Springer's never really been an average guy. He's always been the guy that like can give you a spark, right? The top yeah. of the lineup. Yeah. Get on base, hit for power. Maybe hit a leadoff home run, get the boys fired up, right? Yeah. So I think this is a great deal for the Blue Jays. So yeah, like like I said, he just he's he's a Toronto Blue Jay. Like he he loves being here. You can tell that he's he's fully in with the team. Um, he's just he's a class act. Like I said, I I feel like I'm going to say that about a lot of these guys, but but they are right. David Schneider, George Springer, the class act. A lot of these guys on the Blue Jays are very like easy to get behind and root for. Yeah. They're just so good with the fans. They're so fun to watch out there. Like just watching George Springer defensively, some of the plays he makes out there, and just how he has a complete disregard for his body when he's just diving into the wall or like whatever he's doing out there. It's, it's crazy, and just you can see the passion. And one thing with George Springer that I love about him. Him, along with Hunjin Ryu, were really like the two guys that kind of started like all these bigger names signing with the Blue Jays. Before this, you never, you would never saw like a guy like Kevin Gosman signed, Rio signed, any players like this. And now we're, we were involved with Shohei Otani. Yeah. If that would have happened 10 years ago, yeah. there's no shot a guy like Shohei even would have thought about the Toronto Blue Jays which, as a destination. Which we still don't know if that was accurate, but. Yeah, there's a little bit of a sore spot for us Blue Jays fans. But I mean, that's a whole different debate that we could get into. Uh, one thing that I do want to get into is uh, the NFL playoffs, as well as Joel Embiid. What a day the guy had yesterday. Uh, 70 points. And then you had uh, Carl Anthony Towns, another guy. I think he had 62. So yeah. a crazy day in the NBA. Uh, so if you ever need to tune in for NBA NFL content, Locked On has launched its first ever national 24-7 streaming channel on YouTube. It's here for you 24-7, so you can tune in at 3 a.m., 3 p.m., whenever you feel like digesting your sports content. Uh, go to Locked On Sports today on YouTube and subscribe to the first ever national sports 24-7 streaming channel. Coming up next is we're going to dive into the player profiles again. We got today Mitch White and Tyler Heineman on the table. Coming up. So, yeah, we're back with some more player profiles. Um, these are going to get more exciting as we go on, but we wanted to try to hit on everybody. Um, I'm, I'm going to send it to you, first of all, to talk about a guy that maybe isn't in anybody's great books i'll say yeah i can't say i'm a fan of this guy after uh what he's done for the toronto blue jays this guy is mitch white uh we acquired him in a trade uh, a year and a half ago for it well the main piece in that trade was nick frasso but i'll get into him later uh at the time obviously the blue jays were struggling with pitching yeah Manoa was actually looking like himself at that point with Gosman. That was uh, the Kikuchi and Barrios were struggling. Could not seem to figure out uh, how to pitch in that season. So Jace decided to go out, try to add some depth to the starting rotation, and they get Mitch White. As last year, he was okay, kind of served the role. Like maybe this year he can kind of improve and maybe solidify his spot as a fifth starter. And he kind of got the exact opposite as Jace fans. So he was injured the first little bit of uh, the year here in the MLB. But when he came back, he only started 10 games. Uh, he had a 7.11 ERA and 12.2 innings pitched, 15 hits allowed, 10 earned runs, 7 walks. That's not going to play ever. No. No. And, I mean, even watching this guy, right? Like, when he when he first got signed, I remember thinking, okay, you know, let's, let's see what he can do. I wasn't, like, over the moon. I wasn't, like – but I wasn't pissed off either, right? I wanted to see – sort of what we got from him and in doing so and watching him play I slowly and slowly wasn't thrilled but I've heard he actually is such a very solid guy like off the diamond 
Yeah. So I, I do want to give him some credit. He he does. Uh, you know, I I think he he has that possibility to be to be good. I think he's just got to work work some things out, find some things. But yeah, Mitch Mitch White uh, confirmed a great locker room guy yeah. by his teammates and everything. But as uh, for the rest of the season, so the Blue Jays ended up DFAing him. He passed through. Nobody wanted to pick him up off waivers. So he went to the minors and did not have any more success there either. 5.5 ERA, uh, 57 hits, 67 strikeouts, 37 walks. So those numbers are a little bit better, but still 34 earned runs in that uh, 5.5 ERA as, as supposed to be an MLB starter. And AAA, obviously the bats are nowhere near MLB talent. So that is a huge problem for the, the Blue Jays to have. And one thing I wanted to get into was the guy that they gave up was Nick Frasso. Nick Frasso, he's a young guy. He's only 24. And you might get kind of sick uh, if I get into these stats that this guy has. So his fastball sits at about 95 to 97, but he touches 100 often. Has lots of movement on that pitch. Has a great slider, uh, great changeup. It's a lot of potential for a guy that the Jays never really gave a chance. And it's a big give up when you're thinking about the return you got as in Mitch White. So Nick Frasso, uh, he could be, he could be a guy that we were thinking about right now to crack this uh, deep blue Jays bullpen. Yeah. And you know what? That's, that's some of the, the tough things about trading, especially in MLB, right? Because a lot of guys can get hot or can go cold. And then you, you don't really ever know a hundred percent of what you're going to get. But I mean, in, in, in the same respect, um, look at the great trades and great moves that this team has made as well. So yeah, you know, you, you're going to lose some trades. You, you know that going into being like, just as a fan, you know that your team's going to make mistakes, but you also know because it's been proven with this team that they can make good moves. Right. So yeah, I mean, it sucks for sure. When, when you say stats like that, I, uh, you know, it sort of gives me a little bit of a, a shiver. But yeah, sub four ERA from a guy too. So there's uh, some potential. But I mean, at the time, the Jays did need pitching. I wish they would have went a different direction and maybe got either someone who's a little bit more established in the major leagues or tried to delineate to another prospect, try to give up somebody who maybe didn't have as much potential. But like you said, I mean, Ross has made a lot of good trades and some trades just aren't going to work out, unfortunately. So I think with that, we're going to get into Taylor, or sorry, Tyler Heineman. I'll give that to you. Yeah. So, I mean, obviously we know, you know, we know what we're going to use this guy for, right? He's our third string catcher. He's going to play some games when we come down to injuries or, or other things going on. So he, so last year he played 19 games, 37 plate appearances, zero home runs, three RBI, batted at 276. I mean, I don't know, like for statistics, it's not, it's not like bad for a guy that, you know, is going to be your third string catcher that you just might need to come in and pick some games up. Um, I don't know. I don't, there's not a ton I can say it's he, he plays his role perfectly. He does what we need him to do. I don't know. Do you, do you, no. are you sort of on the same boat as me? I, I think you summed that up pretty well with Heineman. He's an established vet in the league at this point. You know what you're going to get out of him. He's going to come in. He's going to play great defense. Not necessarily going to change the game with his bat, but if he can get on base, I think, like you said, 276 he slashed, I will take that. Yeah. That is better than a lot of Blue Jays players. Yeah. And don't get me wrong. It's not a, it's not a big sample size. Um, of course, 19 games isn't great. 37 plate appearances. I mean, that's, you know, guys can go off for a couple of games, right? But but still, 276, come in as your third string catcher, do what needs to be done. He did it. And 
I'm I'm pleased with that. I I think I think he also knows his role on this team. Oh, absolutely. Um, and that's a big part, right? You you can't get you can't get angry, you can't get upset. It's going to affect your game. You know your role. Come in and do your job. Boom. Taylor Heineman always been a journeyman. Same thing. Great locker room guy. Has played for a ton of teams. I know he was in Pittsburgh uh, before he came back to the Blue Jays, but we also had him in 2022. Uh, as for a prediction for uh, Taylor Heineman, we kind of already went over that. I think we both have him just kind of spinning that role as a AAA starter yeah. start the year. Uh, will come up if you have another injury to Jano, which unfortunately has been happening yeah, very often. And as for Mitch White, we kind of just skipped over that. I just want to know your prediction for Mitch White. Send him oh. the moon. Send him the moon. So, uh, no, it's it, whatever. He seems like a good guy, but we got a good staff right now. We got a good pitching staff. I don't need to see Mitch White. Hope, well, I hope I don't have to see Mitch White this year. Oh, yeah. If everything goes according to plan, I think you're right. I don't think we're going to have to see Mitch White, especially with the pickup of uh, Yariel Rodriguez. He's going to, the only way I could have seen Mitch Roll, or Mitch, Mitch White have a role in this lineup was um, if they didn't make a move and maybe he would have been able to be that uh, long reliever out of the bullpen. Yeah. If maybe your start, starter struggles and is only pitches two innings and you need two or three for Mitch White. But now that we have uh, Rodriguez and also Bowden Francis, we another guy that would like to have a conversation about yeah. that middle uh, reliever role. So, yeah, just a very crowded team when it comes to pitching. You never have too many bad pitchers. And if we had to go to Mitch White, I mean, at least he does have the service time. He has pitched in the MLB before. Yeah. So I'd much rather have that than maybe a guy that's inexperienced and not very confident out there. Yeah, I, I think it's going to come down to sort of the, the, the Tyler Heineman thing where it's like if we need him, he can come up. But, I, I, again, ideally – you know, to the moon, right? Ideally to the moon for Mitch White. Great Brady Wasco take, right? <laughs> Mitch White to the moon. No, he's, he's like I said, I yeah. think he, if he knows his role this year, he's going to do fine. He's going to log a couple innings. But yeah. I think, uh, I don't know, I haven't been to the moon. I'd like to go to the moon once in a while. Maybe not stay there forever. No. Like what you're implying. Mitch, but... Mitch White could go see Bradley Zimmer. Oh, that's up there with the all-time greats on uh, the Toronto Blue Jays. I know. Blue Jays uh, legend. Bradley Blue, Blue Jays legend. Oh, we need another guy like Bradley Zimmer on this team. Could you imagine? Well, Maybe a guy that's... Uh, I hate to played... say it, but like a couple seasons ago, that was Kikuchi for me. And Kikuchi just went a full 180, and now he's my... You know, I it's, love him. It's tough to have a guy that is struggling and it has like a full-time role with the team. With Bradley Zimmer, he was only coming in when we were up like 10-1. Yeah. And then he had the lowest ever batting average in MLB history. It was just a guy that you could laugh at. And it was just a fun... Fun time when he came into ball games. You know what? Yeah, I mean, it was it was fun when he was around. Me and you had a couple jokes. He was he, whatever to the moon, to the moon, to the moon we go. Uh, thank you guys all for tuning in to Locked On Blue Jays. Uh, my Twitter will shout out one more time uh, at Carter First Two because I couldn't get the one. And we got Braden Five Owasco. Uh, make sure you guys subscribe. We were looking into the analytics. Uh, about seventy percent of you guys aren't subscribed. It's free. Feel free to do it whenever you guys uh, whenever you guys can. Uh, be sure to tune in to our TikTok, Tiled and Jays, uh, and uh, the 24-7 streaming app. Lots of sports going on. Whatever you want to find your uh, sports news, whether that's NBA, MLB, college sports, NHL, everything's going on. It's a busy time of the year for sports. So whatever uh, whatever you guys are interested in, whenever you want to, feel, uh, feel free to tune in to the 24-7 streaming app on YouTube and subscribe to that as well. To the moon. The moon we go. This podcast as well.